0: I it not
1: and she said that She's and so nasty. <laughs> hello, hello. hello welcome to our persistent and nasty podcast this is elaine here so just before christmas misha and i had the chance to sit down and chat to the amazing maureen Beattie, president of equity uk and also critically acclaimed actress an all-round wonderful gorgeous inspiring female that she is Um, we had a great hour with maureen Uh, it went very quickly we didn't cover half of what we wanted to cover We begin the podcast actually when we're in the middle of talking about the fact that men don't always see the correlation between the women that they are criticising and the female relationships that they have in their life. So, that being said, I hope that you enjoy the next hour with Maureen as much
0: as Misha and I did. The fact that they never ever do that thing of, of making the connection between the women that they are behaving badly towards in whatever way, and their sisters, their wives, their partners, their mothers, their friends, exactly, their sisters-in-law, they, they, they simply do not, it's not like, well, that's not the same as, that's, 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 that's completely, it's like a parallel universe. Uh-huh. Extraordinary, the lack of empathy. Yeah. Oh, we could Ooh, go on. We could go Over on. Here we're till not, four o'clock, we're not, we're not started,
1: careful. we not until two. <laughs> so get women so together me. in a room oh. and the world will change, in I think so too. Absolutely, that's part of why we began persistent and nasty was to.
0: Such a great name. Like, mm-hmm. Such a great because people go. I said to my dad, "This is so what are you doing tomorrow, Dad?" Because I've, I've been over in Butte. In fact, like oh, I was over with him last night. "Is this so what are you doing?" And I said. "Well, this this fantastic group of women call themselves persistent and nasty." What? <laughs> what does that mean? I said the clue is in the title yes. <laughs> and I was explaining sort of thing you know and he was like that, oh but he's not, he's not going to forget it it's interesting the word doesn't it definitely mm-hmm. but well, it's so many words yeah well, yeah
2: it's it's got that kind of punch that says well we're not going to just lie down and take it anymore we're going to take our yeah. own we're going to take nasty and we're going to own it yeah
0: absolutely, absolutely.
1: It's ours no, it's now. A, yeah. Exactly. Suck it up. Exactly. It's like
0: the C-bomb. It is such a great word it's a great to word. to to fire at someone, like a bullet out of your mouth, hit them right in the heart, mm-hmm. or the gullies, whichever you're you're, you're attempting uh, to do. The um, uh, uh, Can I say that on this podcast? Yes, absolutely. Say actual absolutely. absolutely. Yes. I mean, I just think so like we're... There's something about where you can always go, beep, or whatever it is. Yeah. No, go for um, it. Is the fact that it's the, it's it's to it's unfortunate for people because I get it. Some people really don't like it and go, please don't use that word in that manner or whatever. But because because it's a k and a yeah. t and the um in the middle cunt. I mean, can you think of any word more fabulously bullet like than it's that? So brilliant. So you know, it's a difficult one. So I just use it whenever I feel feel need and um, not a lot, sparingly which makes it even more powerful.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I love the story about Judy Dench. obviously. Okay. Um, and <laughs> what she was that? What um, was she was walking across a street in London and a taxi driver um, slammed on his brakes and tooted her ho- his horn at her. And he shouted out, oh, you old cunt. And she just turned around and went, that's dame cunt to you. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to hear that.
0: Yes. That is so great. Love it's it. like that story, um, the wonderful story about a uh, John Gielgud who, of course, had been um, found in uh, you know, soliciting young, well maybe they weren't young men, but you know in in gents' in, in toilets way, way back. Mm-hmm. And of course he was a hugely important act, um, well, continued to be. And he was in a taxi just after the scandal. It must have been ghastly actually to go through all that. And he was in a taxi and um, the taxi driver, uh, I can't remember exactly the words, but said something like, eh you, yep, it's in London, yeah, you. You're that old poofter, aren't you? And he said, that's correct. Touched him on the shoulder with his umbrella and said, no, sorry, I'm going to tell that story again because I have got completely wrong. He said, "Eh, hey, you're that old fairy, aren't you? And he said, yes, I am. Touched him on the shoulder with his umbrella and said, turn to shit. <laughs> <laughs> So exactly, I'm in adversity. advert Well, feel free. I'm going to yeah, use it. Put it, it into your. Shit. Put it, turn, to sh- turn to shit. Turn to shit. It was the fairy, It was the feeling. The one thing I'm really, you I'm know. Turn to shit. Turn to I shit. Love it. So that's very good. And of course, it he survived. Like, it seems extraordinary, doesn't it? I mean, I I have just been asked uh, by the stage to um, I was saying this earlier. You know, to write in <laughs> in fifty words what um, we need to, to achieve in our business. And of course, needless to say, I wrote three times as much. They went, mm, that's a bit much. More, you're allowed two or three words over, anyway. But you know, when you look at what's got to be achieved, um, gosh, there's just it's it's massive. And of course, equity is just you know, it's this massive umbrella which is getting bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and bigger as more and more people join the the fold, which is fantastic. We find ways to bring new people in and all that sort of stuff. But you know, so just talking about these things like that thing of you know the, the way that people think of an older woman, the way that people, you know, used to certainly think, and some people still do, about, you know, the gay community, um, and, I mean, th- those are those are some of the battles that we face, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just kind of extraordinary, and, you know, we need all the help we can get, really. Yes, we do.
1: Mm-hmm. What drives you
0: to be part of Equity? Um, oh, God, trying to make a difference, I yeah. mean, you know, it, that sounds a bit kind of, yeah, yeah, whatever, but um, I think... I I find injustice almost unbearable. I you know, and obviously there are worse injustices than others. So absolutely no question. But I really do find it. And if I'm not careful, since I've become president, I became president in July. It's you know, and I was pretty fast tracked. To be honest with you, I mean my my activism in a kind of a non-specific um, way, if you like, not um, in a formal way, you know, started way, way, way back, um, just sort of shouting my mouth off about things and saying in a company of somebody, once we, um, you know, Margaret Thatcher, of blessed memory, um, uh, once she had basically, you know, just, you know, did everything she could to to disempower the unions in every possible way and we no longer had the closed shop which was a good thing and a bad thing you know it was a, a, the mi- closed shop was a mixture of things but um uh we it, you know suddenly we found ourselves working with people who were not members of the union and i found that very difficult and i would tell them the story about my dad you know so i suppose actually to go back i mean it, it, it did all start my father is um if you're scottish and you don't know my father. Well, if you don't know the name Johnny Beattie, then I think you must be living under a stone because he's just <laughs> so well known here, and he's um, uh, he's been working since oh gosh the early fifties. And anyway, he he was in the shipyards um, way back, and um, it, when he came out of the Marines. Second World War, and he was a he was an electrician, um, and you know he was he was doing his apprenticeship, but he was also very very funny in, in the shipyards. You know, let's be honest, if you're funny in the shipyards, yeah. then you must be very funny because they're all funny. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um,
0: famously, anyway, um, my dad uh, was very involved with the union, and actually said that at one point he would have there was a fork in his road ahead, and he thought, will I go down the union activism? Will I will I do the shop steward thing, as it were? or will I, you know, as a career, or will I go into show business? And it was, whatever. Um, And show business, you know, won the day. Um, And he always told me a story way back about... um, when he joined, what was then the Variety Artists Federation, uh, which was people getting together basically, it wasn't a union, it was a, just a, a group called the a, a Federation, and he said that you know he was literally on, uh, standing at stage doors as people came out saying, "Come on, we need to, we need to join together because we've, we've got to put a stop to this because one and the sort of catalyst for him was. He was working, um, I was not long born, um, and uh, my mother uh, was the breadwinner. She was a model, very, very famous model um, in Scotland. And, and, but, of course, not I mean, immediately after giving birth to a, by the way, 10-pound baby. Wow. oh Marvellous, yes. Wow. And I continued in that mode, as you can see, big, tall, strong, lassie. Thank you very much, ma. And um, it, it, so my mother was, oh, a little bit of time to recover anyway. So he really had to get his, you know, Together. Yeah. And anyway, he so he got this gig um, down in a theatre down at the very bottom of Leith Walk on, on the water. And I'm afraid I can't remember the name of the theatre now. But anyway, of course, in those days, much, much more difficult to get there. It was like, you know, obviously, there was the bus into town. There was the train, which took forever. It was an old steam train, you know, went over to the thing, got on a bus. It was snowing. I mean, it does sound like, you know, know, but it actually was. And he went all, tramped all the way down in the cold, carrying his, all his kit with him, you know, his kilts and his, all that stuff, sort of things, props. And on the door, the stage door, was a notice pinned which said, "Go home, not su- insufficient bookings." And because in the contracts in those days was a clause which was no play, no pay. So and so he had to, so all that money and all that time and all that effort and all the prep for the things and all that sort of stuff, which we all know, of course, from going to auditions. You know, the least they could do is tell us whether we've got the job or not. That's mm-hmm. another we will no mm-hmm. doubt talk about that, but. So he got home and he thought, you know, something's got to be done. So that really always fired me up, and I felt very strongly. And now, funnily enough, I often think of Mum because we became aware of the fact that models don't have a union, Yeah. which seems shocking when you think of the kind of abuse that that yes. world is 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 open to. So we we now we now represent models as well, which is really fantastic. So we can we can bargain for them, and we can I think we can bargain can we? Well, we certainly can look after them and they have, our, they have our, our, our backing and our insurance and all those sort of things. I need to be more careful about what I say about what specifics because I um, I don't want to um, you know, say something about equity which is not yeah. true and I, no, fine. I'm trying to find out about everything but it's... Anyway, but um, yeah, so that... You're a busy lady. I'm that's, a busy lady. So, cool. well, we all are. We're women, so we're busy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if I meet a woman who's not busy, I go, sorry? What? What? So, you're bored <laughs> i'll tell you what here's some stuff you can do <laughs> you know yeah. um so so that was really the beginning of it and then i always used to shoot my mouth off. i used to tell that story and thing and friends of mine would say john carnegie the scottish theater director was very very kind of you know come on come on it's time you all like that and eventually a couple of friends um uh, ian barrett and um, finally who is a one of my vice presidents he he said you know Time to step up to the plate, BT. So, um, so I became a member of council. I became a member, and um, I've been was on council for four years, vice president for the second two. You do for you do two terms on council, then vice president for the second two years, and then president. So it's been quite fast tracked, mm-hmm. and I'm still trying to. You know, at the beginning, I was trying to do everything myself, and you just can't. I mean, because also, it's it, none of the the activist positions are paid; it's all voluntary. So, I mean, you get your expenses. Nobody, you, you it doesn't cost you anything, in theory. <laughs> um, but you do it, you know, because you really genuinely want to to make a difference. Um, but you know, so work is very important as well. That's how you put bread on your table, Absolutely. how you put wine in your glass. Um, <laughs> you see what my two um, priorities are, Snap. and um, <laughs> and um, so. Uh, it, it, it's trying to, you know, so it's a, it's a, to try and juggle the, the 2 It's been, you know, a, a task. And um, I wasn't really bad at it at the beginning. I mean, I literally, like, I thought, am I ever going to sleep again? But then, fine, but I'm now getting really much better. At, at, and also, understanding that our amazing staff, and you know, they are unbelievable. Our staff are extraordinary people, work their arses off. Um, So much to do, so little time to do it in. Backed, of course, by the uh, the activists like myself and oh my god, wonderful people. Um, they um are there for me to say, could you? Because I was like doing all my research on my own, and I'd be like that. Oh, I've got to go and speak at that. So and then all I need to do is ask a member of staff. Could you send me the facts about blah? And they've got it on their computers. They just have to go click, click, and send it to me. Whereas I was going, you know, wh- back to square one. It was only because I'm not used to that sort of thing. So it's very nice to have to ask to have you know experts on hand. It's a bit like you know phone a friend, except you've got an entire building <laughs> full of very, very brilliant, highly um, engaged um, staff members. It's fabulous. That's That's how many are women? Oh, it's a very, it's a very good percentage. Excellent. Actually, do you know what? That's interesting. I do know somebody told me the percentage, but I can't remember it. But it's got to be fifty percent, if not more, actually. Oh, yeah. And of course, our general secretary is a is a, a woman, the fantastic Christine Payne, who's just like you know, a mega being in every possible way. Um, and her, the head of her department, Louise McMullen, she's female. The head of the live entertainment department is female. I mean, you know, hey, yeah. we're, we're, we're trucking on down. The president? Yes. I, when second. I say I'm the president, I always do this funny voice. I have no idea why. <laughs> I think I'm trying not to get too big for my boots or something <laughs> like that. Which is also very womanly, I yes, think. Yes, yeah. Own it. Own that
2: possession. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you are, you're only the second female president.
0: Yes, and interestingly, the, uh, the first female president and only other female president was during, just after the war, when... Unfortunately, there were no men available. Oh, dear. So they were forced to have a woman. Awful. That must have been awful for them, poor little dears. But thank goodness. Then there were men started to come back, and phew, they were able to go back to men again. Like, everything so was that. sorted. Everything was sorted, and it was magnificent. Yeah. Um, however, I'm here to throw the cat among the pigeons Great. again. And uh, hey, there you go.
1: Great. Suck it up, guys. Exactly. We have a running joke, or I have a running joke, with Louise that we're never getting employed again. Because of course. Because we're, you know... And she's like, no, we definitely are. And I'm like, mm, maybe not. I'm okay with that, though. Oh, are you? Well, I am and I'm not. I'm like, if you don't want to employ me because of how I am, then you don't deserve me and your company.
0: Um, well, you know, that's, I, I, I think, I, I believe, and it's easier for some than others, and we, we're women, we know that. Um, I'm talking as if every woman walking the face of the earth is a goddess. This is not true, of course, we know this. Um, I mentioned a woman earlier on who was, well, in my view, in my view the also the exact opposite Absolutely. of, of a, a... Well, some of the goddesses were pretty nasty. They didn't really like human beings. Perhaps she was one of those goddesses. Maybe she was. Anyway, sorry, I got a bit quiet there. I hope you heard that. Sorry. Um, but it's that
2: kind of ruthlessness, isn't it? It's like women can't be seen as being like ruthless and cutthroat because... We've got, ni- we've got to be nice. We've got no, to be kind. No, absolutely. We've got to be placid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And so, it w- like, where's that turn? Like, from being headstrong and confident and yeah. like doing what you need to do and what yeah. needs done, and then taking that too far.
0: Ab- absolutely. I mean, it's a it's a fabulous way of keeping us in our place. It's absolutely brilliant. And you know, in my last equity column, uh, you know, for the equity magazine, I talked about the patriarchy. Um, you know, and you know, it is. We are in a, an absolute Absolutely, chronic state now. We really we've got Donald Trump Ugh. as the head of the most powerful. Still, okay, it's you know various countries that are edging up there, but the most powerful nation on earth, who is a misogynist. I, I'm absolute loather of women mm-hmm. he's terrified of us of course he is that's where it comes from but his terror is now he is now embodied in a man who is the head of what used to be called you know the leader of the free world huh really well he's, he's not the leader of my free world because if, if he continues to be the leader in the world that I exist in I am my freedoms are being already it started curtailed curtailed the whole abortion thing i mean just absolutely shocking that you know the appointment of these people to to the supreme court i I mean mean, the kavanaugh thing oh my goodness me absolutely and utterly upon and there was a thing i saw on twitter earlier on today you know that fantastic young woman
1: Oh um, from
0: from America the banjo singing the song about um boys it's difficult yes, for boys yes, uh-huh. this, Lindsay exactly. Lindsey lo- lots Lindsey oh god that's terrible I'm so lo- sorry I'll find her name out sorry. I'm so sorry young woman that I can't remember your name because you are absolutely amazing and I've followed you with a with a with a passion um I'm just not very good at remembering people's names as you can tell but she is amazing and she she posted this thing on Twitter it was just today to say, uh, showing that this um, man who had been his college, the president of his college fraternity, had raped this woman who was a student at the university and was guilty and pleaded guilty and got off of a jail sentence on a plea bargain. He admitted, he admitted that he had done it and he got off on a plea bargain. And she said, he has, I have lost my virginity which he had done to her. I have lost my 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 right over my own body, mm-hmm. my, 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 my right to, to walk through the earth free and, and be the governor of my own body. All these things. And he has walked away with all those things because he has taken them. He has got my virginity and he's got it for all time. I mean, it was just absolutely. So that's what we are up you know, We could go on for days, couldn't we? But absolutely. that's what we're up against. It's so difficult. And the other day, um, I was at the the um, Arts Council of England um. We got a meeting with Sir Nicholas Sarota, you know, who's who, who heads up the Arts Council, and he um, invited us to talk to him. There was about eight of us, including Elizabeth, who has just taken over at um, Pitlockery Festival oh Theatre. Oh yes, uh uh-huh. What a fantastic young woman. Oh, Scotland is so lucky, I'm, I'm blown away by her. Really fabulous. Um, uh, but we, we went along, and that, and that was led by two older women, Julia Pascal and Sue Parrish, who run their own theatre companies, fighting and fighting and fighting and getting people together and saying we've got to go in there and say we must have at least 50 50 gender parity for women because we are 51 percent of the population and if you do not do something about it then we're going to hell in a hand cart we've got to get women into positions of power and into positions all over our well all over the world but in our industry big time and and it was great because we really We all of us felt, you know, there's no guarantees, but we really felt that he had listened, he'd really listened to what we had to say and that he was keen to try and and make a difference, you know, because we had a, I had a a letter that had been written by the CEO of the the Arts Council England to our General Secretary uh, three years ago, which basically said we are absolutely behind this, we think this is incredibly important, we are going to back it all the way, we are going to continue to support it, blah, 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 blah the figures haven't changed, haven't changed. There's a statement on a piece (coughs) of paper, the figures haven't changed. Now, I'm not saying that people are not trying to make change, but they're just not trying hard enough They are just not, they go, oh, can we try to do this? And then, you know, a very powerful artistic director, whatever says, well, you know, it doesn't really suit me. It's not really how I see my company going, whatever, whatever, whatever. oh, well, never mind. okay then, because these people are powerful in our industry and they are making good work, don't get me wrong, but it's very, very specific good work, which is incredibly male dominated. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, we had had, um, the fabulous Winsome Pinnock there, you know, award-winning writer, fabulous telling the stories of women and black women and and, uh, amazing work she's done um, and talking about her stories about how you know the fact that she was a woman meant that well you know we've already got we already got a play by a guy so. <laughs> a <like> that. Sorry. <laughs> Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Yeah. So I mean the National Theatre is a theatre which said uh, way back, way back, uh, Donald um, Campbell wrote a magnificent play called The Widows of Clyth, which I was in at the Traverse, and um, the uh, his agent said this is a masterpiece. I'm going to send it to the National Theatre. This is a long time ago, but it's interesting, isn't it that? how many Scottish plays have been done since then. I can think of one. Um, I can't think of any others. It's that, um, uh, you know, the, the Men Should Weep. It was done at the National, right. not all that long ago. No. That's it, no. as far as I know, but I'd be willing to be corrected, yeah. but...
1: James Plays? James Plays,
0: But that wasn't, the, they, they put them on, but they, yeah. Well, it's a co Oh, well, well there, you there you go. I'm well, that's the something Co-Pro? then. Well, that's the third. That's but a third yeah. of a Scottish mm-hmm. play. That's three, three Scottish plays. Okay, that's something. I it's think. It's not great, but I'm no, no, sure I think that might be right. But the, the, the agent sent this magnificent play by Donald Campbell in and said, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. Came back this amazing review from whoever read it. Fabulous, it's great. Talking about this, how wonderful it was, the characters, all the usual things. And the final sentence, and I quote, was unfortunately, as it is a Scottish play, it is not for us. What? So we've just got, we're have just we here, we're talking, we're in Scotland and we are women and we're talking about the things that, that concern us and there you have it, there you have yet another thing, you know, and you just go, excuse me, I thought you were National Theatre of the UK, UK. not just the National Theatre of London and its environs, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we've got to do something about that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, spread the word, spread the word.
1: No. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was talking to my friend, Don Sivray, I'm going to give you a name check, on about this. And I was saying that <laughs> um, there needs to be, across the UK, regions are not represented in theatre, I don't think, as much as they should be, yeah. on a bigger scale. We know that um, diversity is an issue, and that needs to be really looked into, and not just people of colour, but our, um, our queer community needs to be given more of a platform
0: absolutely
1: although we are really lucky in that our second event um, the play that we selected well the screenplay that we selected is now getting treatment at the bbc
0: oh how fantastic I oh,
1: it's congratulations great. wonderful great. yeah wonderful I, it's brilliant and it's a edinburgh gal and she's written a really great i think yeah what could be a brilliant six-part series. Oh, how fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Best of luck, best of luck, best of
2: luck. Yeah, no, that's very exciting. But the BBC and BBC Social are doing Sorry, it. Sorry, not, not second
1: event, third event, because you were in it.
2: Oh, yeah. So? Oh, it was. Yes. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> <I guess.
0: laughs> Try yeah. to keep up.
2: I know, she
1: was. I know, I should, have been yeah. actually, I should have been on it and you should have been on it. <laughs> 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 I'm a wee bit slow today, I'm a wee bit tender. Oh. was our staff night out last
0: night. Oh. So
1: I was like, guys, I'm going home at half 11.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, I have to say, I know you can't podcast here as listeners, you can't see us, but I have to say, looking very well on Thanks. it. Thanks.
1: Yeah, I, I said know. the same. Glam. It's look quite glam. remarkable. Thanks. a lot of makeup, guys. Yeah. No, I'm going to take it. I'll take the compliment. Yeah, Thank take you. the compliment. Take the compliment. Thank you very good. Taking the compliment. But yeah. the BBC Social <laughs> are
2: doing really great kind of work at trying to kind of promote the different areas of Scotland that's kind of what their focus is like representing the voices across Scotland opposed to just Central Belt so I think they're doing Mm -hmm. a good job of that and it would be nice to see more of that
0: oh for sure I mean I'm hoping this BBC new television channel I mean I gather that something like I'm I'm making this up now but something like 70 or 80 or 90% gosh of the budget is about news is news and current affairs which is great but hello bit of drama bit of drama bit of light entertainment bit of you know employ our members please thanks very much you know so that was a bit of a i mean the the the, the launch of the the actual um the the, the program was good um of the channel was good but the but the contents a bit of a worry you know so i'm hoping that it'll all settle down a bit and we'll we'll get a bit more because Scotland's got such an incredibly vibrant, vibrant culture, you know, I mean, gosh, it, it, when you think about all the things that make us that make us unique in the world, you know, the things that people recognise, it's instantly recognisable, you know, who we are. And we're so, we're also we're very specific as a nation and we've got an awful lot to say and an awful lot to sell and we can say it through facts, but we can also say it, say it through our amazing fiction, you know, it's just waiting there, bubbling away, wanting people to just go, yeah, I'm going kind to of have a bit of that. And make it, you know. So hopefully, you know, Tony Hall seems like quite a good man, mm-hmm. and um, hopefully he'll have a wee look around and go, okay then, you know. And, and There's plenty
2: and to work with here. Plenty so to let's, work with here. So let's get on with it.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a very funny thing that happened. I was, um, I, I partnered Graham McLaren, who of course has now gone over from National Theatre Scotland to um, to uh, the the uh, to the Abbey to be the um, AD there, Admini- sorry, arts artistic director. Try not to use acronyms when possible, <laughs> and um, although AD, I suppose, well. Anyway, um, Anno Domini. Yes. Graham McLaren, Anno, Anno Domini. Um, sorry, I don't need to say your own fashion at all. <laughs> um, uh, that would be like behind the times, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, so um, why did I start to say that? Uh, yes, so um, he asked me to be his plus one at the UK Theatre Awards a, few, uh, a couple of years back. To, a couple of years? Yeah. Three, three years back whatever because of production um in fact I think that I'd been in I it think it was your granny uh, that we did and um, was up for best uh, regional comedy or something and they kept talking about the regions and uh, and, and we were sitting at a table we were put so sort of slightly at the back of the room where the bad the naughty people are we were you know, there was there was several tables of, of Irish people and Scottish <laughs> people I think they were worried in case we were going to go excuse me a minute right, wait, wait, wait. Um, and uh, we were sitting there and uh, that fabulous um, actress Pauline who plays um, the housekeeper in father Ted. Oh gosh, what an amazing woman she is. She's simply fantastic. And she was there and she, once she'd done her thing like that, she was getting on the old bevy, as we all were. And she actually just ended up shouting She said, sorry, sorry. She said, I think, I, I'm so, forgive me, to the, the presenter. She said, forgive me, but I i am, just correct me if I'm wrong, I'm Irish, and the people I'm sitting with are Scottish. We were under the misapprehension, possibly, that we live in a nation, not a region. <laughs> <So> <laughs> and it was like, oh, ho, 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 aren't you funny. Mm. But I went, good on you women, yeah, you know. Because we were all like, well, what
1: is well, that about? Yeah.
0: So there's, and, and that's that UK Theatre Awards, which is, you know, all, the, the regions and <laughs> um, you know maybe now and again we do some good work and we get we get a prize get for it very good Let's well done the back. who'd have thought Scotland? Wow. you know running water in the caves it's remarkable it's
1: it amazing yeah. we've even got heating nowadays
0: well some people have some
1: people have well actually yeah. there's
0: another thing that's what we're going to talk about god you know yeah. um yeah, yeah Gosh, food banks Oh. People can't feed their children, absolutely, I mean, gosh, I can't, I, you can't begin to speak about it, can you? No. It's disgraceful. So, and what, listen, was it in Scotland, yeah, that the Tories were all turning up at food banks in supermarkets mm-hmm. to get their picture taken? And pictures taken? Doing this thing, getting pictures taken, I'm helping the people with my packet of cornflakes. I'm going to put this in and here's a piece of tin of low price baked beans, not Heinz, because that's too expensive because I'm gonna spend any of my hard-earned money, my vast amounts of hard-earned money. But i mean, so I will put this in here because I believe in supporting the people who can't feed the children. I know. I mean I literally was like that, oh there's a scorch mark on my wall because the flames were actually coming out of so my ears. Who, in it's, the name of God, thought that was a good idea? Who thought that was... Who came up with that as a PR exercise? Did they actually think any of us were going to go, oh, right, enough, they're a great bunch, they really care. <laughs> oh, yeah, those Tories. Well, but any of them. A, I mean, seriously, like, I, don't, yeah. I don't trust any of them, to be frank. But, I mean, hey, some of them are less bad than others. You know? True. It's a bit like, two legs good, four legs better. Yeah. Or two legs good, <laughs> But I. Just, <laughs> when I saw that,
1: I just thought, really? Really, your government has put people in this position and here you are standing at a food bank thinking, look how wonderful
0: and kind I am as yeah. a human being.
1: Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm putting I a box of
0: chocolates three. in here because you know, sometimes people who can't feed their children need a little bit of luxury. No, no 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 they, they don't like, need that they children. need to be given money so that they can go out and buy their children food that they want to have they don't want to be in a food bank going well my children don't like that thing but i'm going to have to give it to them because it's the only thing available to yeah. me they want to be given it's like when your child grows older and you give it its pocket money and you let it spend its money on whatever you want this is what people need to have their own to, to have. Um, to have command over their own lives. That's what people want. That's what people need. No, people are not asking for riches. People are not asking to eat mm-hmm. caviar and lobster every day. They are asking to feed their children. Yeah. Just normal, sustaining food that will send them out into the. I mean, it's. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. No, no. it's a basic human
1: right. And it's... Well, it's the other thing as well for me is like mothers of teenage girls who can't afford to buy their daughters um, any sanitary products. Oh, absolutely. I just, I'm like, how in 2018, in this country that we live in, do we have girls who are unable to have sanitary products? How is that, how is that even How is been? that possible? How is that actually possible? To say to podcast listeners, we're in UK Theatre School, and um, the owners are making all of the um, vending machines for tampons and pads free.
0: How absolutely wonderful! Yeah. yeah, so absolutely. It shouldn't be necessary. Yeah, it shouldn't you know, be necessary. You can go. You know, you go they're... to a family planning clinic, an NHS family planning clinic, and you go and you get your condoms or your yeah. pill or your 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 your, your, your qualified, whatever it is that you want, and you get it for free. And there's a very, very good reason behind that. Well, I don't understand why you can't just say to those places, uh, just have a wee box at the side of your thing, or a big box, a gigantic yep. box, a Pantechnican full of a variety of sanitary products, and people just come in and go, uh, give, give me 14 of them, yeah. 16 of them, and 12 of those. Absolutely, don't. Uh, well, because it costs money. I know. And they don't, they don't care. And they want the tax off it. They want the, ta- the tax, tax. But Wouldn't it be really great? I'm, I'm, I'm saying this, and of course, my days of, of, of bleeding every month have long passed. I am now doing the, if there was ever any doubt that God was female or male, God is definitely a man, because he would not otherwise be giving women the hot flushes, that <laughs> I remember reading back then about women, uh, you know, get your get Your um, menopause, and you have hot flushes. And one woman said, Well, oh, I'm having, I'm, you know, I'm in my 15th year, and I was like, that, Oh my god, that would be absolutely awful! How dreadful must that be? Well, here I am in my 15th year. Yeah. All of my hot flushes, they are much, much less, and they are much, but God is definitely a man. Because if God yeah. op- was a woman, or binary, or any of the other options other than a patriarch, <laughs> that God would have gone, oh, That's terrible. You've, you've been through enough, mm-hmm. you've been through enough. That's all going to stop now
2: you've been through the mill woman i'll you've
0: let you off lightly here we go and that's the end of it enjoy your rest of your life
1: oh, you know? that gives me the fear i mean i've got endometriosis so oh, i'm like oh god, god that gives like... me the fear so when this well, ends is ma- it just gonna get worse
0: <laughs> i don't know many people who are as bad as me i mean in, okay. in terms of length of time yeah and um, i really don't i mean i've got a very dear friend who just had a period stopped having a period. That was it. That was her entire symptoms. And I, I regularly just want to punch her, yeah. you know what I mean? In a friendly fashion, but I want to just punch her. Not really that friendly, um, And she's really. like that. <laughs> she goes, oh, what can I need do you to know. do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, very sisterly. But yeah, so don't, don't, don't. And there's fabulous things you can do about it. You yeah, know, in, like, in, I watched in, the
1: programme actually on without BBC. Without going on to
0: that HRT stuff, yeah. that's very dangerous.
1: I watched the programme program like? on BBC. Well, 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 they believe it uh, can induce, or it can lead to breast cancer.
0: It, uh, it hasn't possible. been proven, and uh, gosh, of course, sorry. I know there are women out there who are on it, and 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 I have friends who swear by it and are having a and, and it's really helping and having a great life. It's not the route I went down. That's my personal choice. That's all it is, and that's what I meant to say. If you didn't want to do that route, you could ha- you could go down the the uh, very effective I found route of um uh, you know the alternative there be at that. Yeah. In fact I will give you a top tip now. There's a German company called um <laughs> Mattis, which seemed to me to be a very, very good um uh, name for a company that's dealing with um, menopausal women because I'm just <laughs> angrier than I ever was, I think it but um it's called um um agnolit. And it is a derivative, uh, a, a, you know, it's kind of, I think it might be homeopathic, I'm not sure, of the agnus castus plant, which is well known to help um, with, with hormonal things. And there you are, I'm having a hot flush now. Because um, I'm obviously talking about it my brain goes, oh, give me a hot flush, that'll be a demonstration <laughs> for the viewers, not um, of what it looks like. Um, difficult when you're filming, of course, when you suddenly turn bright red and have a drip on the end of your nose. Yeah. But I just say, please, could we stop for a moment? Anyway, so agnus castus... AgnoLit by a German company called, I think it's M-A-D-E-U-S, and that's a top tip for you um, if you like to give it a go. You drop about 15 drops into uh, half a wine glass of warm water. Water, not <laughs> wine. <laughs> Note. Um, and uh, it's not particularly pleasant, it's not particularly nasty, but it really does work. You take it three times a day. We'll add a uh, link to
2: that. Yes, we will. The podcast. Add. We, we shall. We're we'll very tech savvy. I'm gonna leave that to Misha. Okay, oh, oh, no. that's very good. Yeah, I'm sure you can. I'm sure we're I'm gonna work to. it out. We'll fight. We'll fight it, it There'll myself. be a
1: Google thing. thing. I think you can do that. There'll be a video to show us. It'll be all right. We'll work it. Yeah. out. yeah, well, We always work it. We out. always work it out. Exactly. That's I'm gonna it.
0: fill up my water. Does anybody else want some? I'm I'll fine. Do. Oh yes, actually, I will take a. Yeah. More. Thank you. You're
1: welcome.
0: That'll keep me cool after my flush. <laughs> but you see, that's subsiding already. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they used to take much longer. I had one. Um, I was doing a production of, um, well, I was doing uh, the, the fabulous uh, Michael Boyd, you know who, yes, who used yeah, to yeah. <coughs> be, who's just amazing, he's just amazing, gosh, oh, wonderful to work with. He um, was, uh, when he was still artistic director at the Royal, uh, the Royal uh, Shakespeare, Company. Shakespeare Company, so I was about to say the Royal Conservatory <laughs> of Scotland, because the RCSRSC, um, <laughs> The Royal Shakespeare Company. Um, he did the, uh, the what, now famous um, histories octology, which was all of the plays from um, Richard the Second all the way through to Richard the Third. And um, we did them in chronological order, as in, when did the kings live? And we also did them in the order he wrote them, Shakespeare wrote them, which was the last four first and the, the, whatever. You can see the plays getting better in mm-hmm. him, honing his craft. It's fantastic. Anyway, it was an amazing job. But the very first production uh, play of, of the of the eight that I was in was Henry the Sixth part two. And um, I, uh, at the very beginning of the play, uh, there was this, well, very near the beginning of the play, there was this big entrance I had when the... Door at the back, through flew open, and I had this amazing costume. It was just—I thought, if I could wear that running for a forty-three bus, no, probably not. <laughs> um, but it was absolutely amazing. And and um, and as I stood there listening to the music building up the trumpets for my entrance, I had a hot flush. It was the most extraordinary feeling of kind of standing there, going, "Oh, well, there you go. Well, she's a woman of a certain age, so maybe she does have a hot flush. That'll be fine." But it was very odd, just, you know, just gently dabbing my face as the scene went on. Nobody noticed. Yeah, I was the only person that noticed it, you know. Yeah, but yeah.
2: it's a nice character addition, isn't
0: it? Well, I felt so.
1: It's a much more rounded character, more I, real, true. Exactly, be, real and true. There'll be a woman in that audience who'll have noticed and gone, "I feel you."
0: Yeah, that. Well, I, I certainly hope so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel you, yeah, exactly. and I'm
1: with you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course I, as soon as I stepped out into the lights I forgot because you know Dr. Footlights does that absolutely doesn't it? and you just look like at that and then I realised oh, oh what's that oh it's a drop at the end of my nose yeah. it didn't actually drip off my. so that was something well that's good I think so it's I kind of it too. to just rest there Maybe exactly like
2: just... yes it's a character note it's like <laughs> that it's like <laughs> that new highlight on your nose. That's like, the, the that's way they're it. highlighting and contouring. It's that kind of little little bead of sweat. That's right, they do that apparently they, they say oh, it nice. yes. gives you a little button nose. That's who, what they have done.
0: Who has time for highlighting and contouring their nose?
2: Listen, it's an art. It, People it, take the time. I mean, no, my I mean, friends, gosh! I think it's—I've um, it, it seen is. the
0: results of it. It's absolutely—I've seen people put the makeup on in, in dressing rooms, and I go, my goodness, look at that! People sort of change the shape of their face, not necessarily because they don't want, don't like the shape of their face, but because for the character, they think this character will be a bit more like this or a bit more mm-hmm. like that. And I go, it's such a skill. It's absolutely fantastic. I know. I just don't think I've—I've I've not got the time to. No,
1: yeah. <laughs> I do have highlighter on today, mainly because... <laughs> not in my nose. What is, what is the point? It's as squashy as it is. Um, like, it's just here, just so that I didn't look as tired. <laughs> so it's like, I know. I'm going to do that.
2: I very yeah. I good, it's very
1: good.
0: It like yeah, yeah, highlight and bronze. bronze. Well look, I mean, I've mean, i got blusher on my cheekbones, you know. It's exactly the same thing. It's, exactly, it's e- highlighting.
2: Yeah. Highlighting the good features.
0: Highlighting the good features. Mm-hmm. Wait, they're
2: all good? Mm-hmm. That's it. All of our features. They're all are good because they're yeah. ours. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: It's terrible. You have to think about. You need to concentrate to say it. Yes. With a straight face.
0: Yes.
2: I couldn't even do that. I giggled after.
0: Yeah, we all we, we <laughs> talked different. about this earlier, didn't we? I don't know what we were recording when we were talking about that whole no. Um, you know, we were talking about that whole thing of. Um, you know, I, I was saying that I I I do that thing of going, oh sorry God, you know, old woman, oh you know, I'm I'm a bit, you know, my, my old brain won't. Oh, leave that to the young. I got you know, that. And actually, it's just rubbish. It's just, it's a. It's a quick fire way of just excusing something and moving on, but I really believe that we have got to stop it. we've got to stop going, oh blonde moment, sorry, I am um, you know I, I I jump to the defense of blonde friends, but the blonde friends don't kind of know they've done it I don't I do that thing of older women and younger friends go stop it or older friends mm-hmm. go, don't say that, so I think we've just got to if we possibly can that whole thing of like, well, you know, oh God, you talking about our weight or talking about the. You know all that sort of stuff. It's really it's detrimental. Guys don't walk about doing that. Guys don't go. I mean, when's the last time you heard a a, a, a man of I'm sixty five? Can you the last time you heard a man of sixty five going? Oh, sorry, senior moment. I mean, seriously. I, I mean, maybe there are guys who do that, but you know, I hope they stop it too because it's equally untrue. Yeah. We've got to we it's we, we perpetuate myths, don't we? And we mm-hmm. don't even really realise we're doing it. Yeah. You know? I've yeah. Got to stop it.
1: And the weight one is a. Uh... Oh, it's just
0: massive. And oh, in this yeah. industry. Is... Oh my goodness oh. me. I mean, did you see that young lassie that um, that had won America's Next Top Model a few years mm. back, and she was anorexic and she died. She does, oh yeah. I mean, you just go. Well, look no further. It's yeah. utterly. I mean, when my when I was growing up, my mum was a, a, a model, a, a fashion model, as I said earlier, and she, you know, she was very glamorous, very beautiful, very much the the kind of the, the style of the day, which was a hourglass figure. You know, she was a perfect size 12, 5 foot six, which was tall for somebody born in nineteen thirty, and all that sort of thing. And. Um, uh, and then, of course, you know, you, you had to get yourself into shape. You had to keep yourself in. But my goodness, the pressures are nothing like what they are now. I mean, these girls, and and it's been very interesting. Equity taking the models under their, you know, under their umbrella, because you become very, very conscious of the struggles that these girls have. You know, people going in, and I think also that one of the things that doesn't help in in that world and in all our worlds, you know, is. The the people who are sort of famous for being famous, who are on the television, I've just come back from working in Manchester, which is a fantastic city, absolutely fantastic, and, and, and I, having a wonderful time at the Royal Exchange Theatre, which is one of the most inclusive spaces I've ever worked, but out in the streets, and I think I was very aware of it because it's not my home. So do you know when you're in your, a place that you're not familiar with, you're looking around much more, you're taking things in much more, and there are all these young women with these puffed out lips, I mean, really, m- massively, pop- no question that they're, 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 they're real lips, they have had them enhanced. And, and you just think, why are you, you know, you're so lovely, so lovely. And this new makeup thing, which is this, like a mask, this kind of, yeah. I don't know what it's called, but um, that people wear. And it's like women are being encouraged to become like the Stepford Wives, more yeah. and more and more, like something that's not quite real you know is there a real person in there because the you know the eyelashes are put on with glue and permanent the, the those eyebrows that look like somebody's painted them on with a, with you know um, the, 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 the 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 enhanced lips the hair extensions the, all that and my feeling is that of course it's a choice for the individual what you want to look like but is it because it's the pressure to look like that and 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 my particular worry is to not look real Mm -hmm. it's getting more and more and more and then what happens to your body you start you know you go in and women young girls at the age of 14 are going and saying i want my breasts enhanced yeah you know so and the images that these kids are being shown are really you know they see somebody hugely successful who is a multi-multi-multi-millionaire and whatever and riding around in rolls royces or whatever it is um, and you think I want a bit of that and, and, and the, the message is you too can have it if you look like this it just feels very and it feels like the other side of the patriarchy thing mm-hmm. Do you, well not the yeah. other side of it, it's another it's manifestation it. of uh-huh. it, you know
1: And, and it keep us in our box keep yeah. us in our
0: box us like dolls, we, Barbie, because Barbie. Uh-huh. we're like Barbie and it's yeah. to me
1: because constantly we look at ourselves rather than looking out at what we can do in this world so if we're constantly on if we're unsure of who we are how, whether that be how we look or um, if we need to get our lips done or our hair done or whatever it is then we're not looking at what needs to happen round about us mm. so therefore the men can continue to be in control and continue to have it the way they want it yeah
0: definitely definitely and it's
1: And they drip feed it to us from such a young age.
0: Like
1: such a young age. My little cousin's 10, she's brilliant, I love her. And every time, I did Monstrous Bodies last year at Dundee Rape, and every time I see to her and I see her, because I got her a t-shirt that said, beware for you are fearless and therefore powerful. And, um, Yes. yes. And every time I see her, I'm like, Erin, what have you got to say to me? And she <laughs> says it. And I went, are you listening to me though? And she's like, yeah, Elaine, I'm listening. I went, are you listening to me? Because I will not have yeah. you grown up thinking that you are not worth it. Yeah. And you are not a giddily girl because she plays no. Taekwondo, she goes Absolutely. cycling, all of that. But then she's jumping about in a unicorn head on Saturday, and I was yeah. like, "You're hilarious, because, you know you're ten. Why shouldn't you be?" And then she's like, "Yeah, I'm going for my orange belt tomorrow in Taekwondo. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you are." But Miguel. that's another myth.
0: That's another myth, which is if you go down that road and you you know you know how to change a plug, and one of my seriously one of my greatest um, uh, achievements was when I put up my own shelves in my living room in my flat, and I put the entire uh, a lot of the Encyclopedia Britannica on them and they did not fall they, st- they are as stable now as they were when I put them up years ago and that is one of my great, you know, and friends going um, how's your black and decker, it's not it's, it's getting a bit, yeah, i and buying me a black and decker for my thing <laughs> and I <clears throat> I hope that that doesn't mean I've turned into some sort of um, I don't know, navvy. I mean, nothing wrong you know, it, it doesn't mean you're not a woman still if that's yeah, exactly. what your bag is, if that's what you want to be, um, I don't see why you can't it, 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 they can both be manifest in the same body, they really can. Absolutely. You and, know.
2: and how terrible is it that that's a surprise? That your shelf stayed up? Uh, yeah, well, yes, exactly. <laughs> did you put those up yourself?
0: Yes. Oh. And they're
2: still there? How long ago so did I you? T- do? <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we'll not stand too close then.
0: No, no, exactly.
1: Well, that's yes. a joke, yes. yeah, huh, as, yeah, as you would get. Yeah, like I built um, our beds when you got married, you've got a new bed. And I was like, Steve was out and he was was like, I'm putting this bed up. I can't wait for you. You're doing my head in because you're not here. And I went, my new bed. And I did it all myself. And the mattress, it's a king-size mattress. It was huge. And I'm like, right, I'm trying to get it right. And it fell back on me and I got trapped. (laughs) And I'm just lying there. And I was like, okay, so what am I going to do now? And I was like, I'm a woman. I'm fine. I'll just take my time. Got it up, got it right, got the bed all sorted. And I was like, yeah, I'm a woman. Hear me roar. (laughs) Hear me roar. Yeah, and he came home and he was like, oh, you've done it? And I went, yeah, I don't need you. Yeah, hey. <laughs> go and make me a cup of tea. Make
0: me a cup of tea. Yeah. Make it good one. And
1: make it, yeah. Do you know what? I'm
0: just going to go away for two seconds. Yeah, of and course. I'm not I'll go away. I'm just going to go in. To, because you were, hold on. Yeah. Yes, I just went away for a minute there. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to, because you said that quote, which is, of course, quotes are so powerful, aren't they? And I, this is something I wanted to share with the podcast if, if you, you get Absolutely. up for me doing it. Yes, because please. it's, gosh, there's so much to say, isn't there? But um, we'll just have to do another one. Oh, Lovely. Dear. It's yes. as simple as that. <laughs> Marvellous. Very enjoyable. Um. Yeah, so uh, and we'll see if anything's changed the next time we meet. Um, But I just wanted to um, share this with you. This, um, as you possibly know, I headed up the um, the sexual harassment working group that um, Equity formed in response to the Harvey Weinstein allegations. All that sort of stuff uh, that people know now. And uh, we wanted to really make a big change in the industry. Um, So we we created the Safe Spaces campaign, which includes the Agenda for Change, which is an agenda that you can pick up and that are copies in the Scottish office all the all the equity offices blah 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 um, which tells you all the things that we're, 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 we're working on and hoping to achieve and um, the people we spoke to and 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 a kind of a, a precy of everything we we, we achieved and hope to achieve there is the poster campaign that goes along with it which is the um, creating safe spaces poster which has on it the uh, harassment helpline and the harassment um, uh, email address that you can you can contact equity in complete confidence and at no point will anything go any further unless you want it to so that was important and a new member of staff is an, an, a membership support assistant has been put in place which was very important and he's terrific Adam Morale Younger and um, and part of it also is that we're asking at the beginning of every new um, rehearsal period, read-through, workshop, project, whatever it might be, we're asking people in our industry to read this statement out, and then what we ask is that it's read out, then put um, read out, then put on the wall underneath the poster, um, which means, uh, and, and already people are saying to me that this is read out and then somebody starts to maybe a weekend start to get a bit antsy get a bit bullying a bit of whatever it might be and all that happens is that somebody just goes up and goes um excuse me and points to this affirmation and um it 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 really is making a difference i mean it's not we've got a long way to go but we it seems to be changing things so i'm just going to read it out now so you all know what it is and then hopefully people will um will, will use it more and more Every single one of us working on this project is entitled to work in a safe space, a space free of fear, a space free of bullying and harassment of any kind. We will work together, honouring our differences and celebrating the gifts we each bring to the table. We will treat one another with politeness and respect at all times, and if we are subjected to or witness bullying or harassment, we will speak out, knowing that our voices will be heard and we will be taken seriously together we can create a safe space i'll leave that with you yes please It's pretty good isn't I it i love it um, and that they can be picked up at the the you know the equity offices yep. um, here in, in you know the equity offices are moving uh, oh, are quite they? soon they're still in union street uh, of course all equity members in scotland will be will be informed of this but um they they're in union street at the moment of course but they are moving round to um, Oh, I'm trying to remember the name of the street now, but um you know where BHS used to be on Sucky Hall Street? Yes. If you if you're standing at the door of BHS and you looking onto Sucky Hall Street and you turned left, it's that little road there that London um, is it Cambridge Street? Bath as well? Street. Uh, if being... No, no, Bath Street's parallel with Sucky Hall Street. And um, anyway, the, Oh yes, uh-huh. You know where I am. Yes, I do. It's it's just along the road from Boots and March and Spencers yeah. and all that. So it's a great new as fully accessible a premises as we were able to make them and that was the reason for moving was was to get a a building that you could come into in an electronic wheelchair um, and and be able to come in and be able to take part fully in in equity we're having um, a disabled toilet put in um, all the doors are you know power assisted all that sort of stuff it's really it's a really great move for equity because as you were saying earlier you know inclusivity it's about everybody everybody being able to get you know the benefits of, of everything that's available and so I'm absolutely thrilled about that it's really amazing and it's a lovely big open airy space you know where um, and there's a big meeting room which we didn't have before so it's really really great so hopefully one of the things we want is that you know, once we're in there I think February is the moving in date and um, sometime in February that you know m- members will feel very can you get in town do a bit of shopping in Boots Pop, Pop in, in, go and say hi, because I think that's one of the thing. You know, I, I I live in London a lot of the time. You know, that's where my work is a lot, uh, and I, um, you know, and I I talk to members down there, and they're, I'm very aware of the fact that people go, oh, I don't like to come in and bother bother people. You go, well, well, you're employing the staff. Yeah. You <laughs> your, your yeah. money, employs the staff, and 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 they are there to work for you and help you and and guide you, or even just go hi, come in, be part of the. F- I hate to use the word family, but hopefully that's kind of what it feels like. So come in, come in and talk, come in and say who's in the building, is there somebody I could just have a chat to about something? Because that's what what we're there for. So I think some people feel it a bit like, um, oh, they're doing very, very important things about terms and conditions, and indeed they are, Um, but also there are people who, they just want to, you know, the more, I think the other thing I, I would like to say very strongly is that you know, one of the great things about being president and having it, somebody like me is that I'm a jobbing actor. I work in, you know, I've just come back from Manchester working. I'm hoping shortly to be working back up in Scotland again for a couple of months. Um, you know, I will, you know, I, I you know, have, have work, we will travel sort of thing. <laughs> so it's really great. So I get to hear what our members and non-members, gosh, alike, you know, um, want to happen, their worries, their cares, their concerns. And so um, I, I'm able to, to pass that back. But... The, the staff don't know what's going on in our business unless people tell them, mm-hmm. do you know? And often yeah. what happens is people will go, oh, I felt terrible about that, oh, and I had a really bad time with that director or actor or, or whatever it was, stage managers, finance, whoever, um, and, the, and you go, well, did you say to Equity about it? Oh, I didn't like to bother them. You go, well, well do. <laughs> it really, seriously, that's the It's that's the rock and the, the boat
1: thing as well, though, not it? Yeah. Is. Yeah. it's the rock and the boat thing and I think we're terrified as actors like I joked earlier yeah. about never being employed again Absolutely. Um, and it, I think maybe when you are an actor who works a lot I think maybe that has more of an impact on you of maybe mm. seeing anything so maybe because I don't work as much as obviously I would like to um, maybe that's why I don't feel as concerned about it like if I'm making a change then is that what I'm supposed to do? Is that the way my path is supposed to go?
0: I don't don't think I quite understand what you're saying. Sorry, I'm...
1: um, I'm trying to think. So, say, for example, you get nine months of work a year. Yeah. And you're working pretty much consistently. You might not want to rock that boat so much. Because you don't want to lose your nine months of work. It feels
2: Uh like more to lose. Yeah,
1: and then maybe for me, who does smaller projects that maybe only accumulate to, like, five or six months out of the year... Yeah. Um, I don't feel as worried about rocking the boat because I'm
0: not getting that much work okay. anyway. Okay, I I, I'm not. I, I I wouldn't have thought that was necessarily true. What you're suggesting. I mean, suggesting. I don't know. Um, I think it, it depends on like, the personality. It does be, yeah, I
1: think so totally. I think somebody might who might be in my position, then then might be like, oh no, I'll never. That's I can't say a word because I won't ever get employed again. Whereas maybe because. I don't know maybe because I'm older maybe that's it maybe it's got nothing to do with how much I work maybe it's just because I'm like I'm 37 and I'm over it <laughs>
0: <laughs> well I'm like, gosh. I'm
1: like I'm over uh-huh. it I'm ta-
0: like yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna say what enough. I want I've yeah. had enough that, well to be, uh, I mean one of the things as I say about the equity thing is um, you know, and, and actually, equity staff will listen to people who are not members if it's for the good of the general. Mm-hmm. If it's good for members as well as non-members, you know what I mean? Yeah. They they are not allowed to take up the case of a non-member because that's illegal. Yeah. Um, but but they will certainly listen if you've got if you've got something you, you think needs to be heard about the, somebody's behaviour or about something was wrong in any way, but. But the thing is, if you are concerned, and, you know, if you're just out of drama school or you're just returning to work after having a family or you've not been well or you've been abroad or you... Retrain to bring up your family, whatever it might be, and then you come back, whatever that maybe makes you feel like you're in a more vulnerable position than you are in. If you know you're like somebody like me who's just been you know trucking away on down for all these millions of years and um, hopes to do so uh, again. Um, that that you you um, these people who are particularly vulnerable, then you don't ha- have to say anything. You can just call equity. That's what I'm really trying to say is you don't have to, t- t- to confront the person. You don't have to go, oh, oi, 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 excuse me. You just call equity and tell equity. I get friends phoning me and saying, look, I'm working in blah, such and such a theatre, and such and such has happened. What do I do about it? And I say, leave it with me. And I phone a member of staff because I know who you are, and it's pretty clear, it's in the Equity Diary, which everybody laughs about, but it's got all the phone numbers you need. (laughs) So when you get your Equity Diary, in fact, I think you've had it through, so if you've chucked it or recycled it or given it to your nan, then you better get it back. Um, Because it's got all the numbers you need. Um, So what I do is I then phone a member of the Equity staff and I tell them this, whatever it is about this theatre, and then the staff will act accordingly. And the person who made the phone call to me is never mentioned. Nobody knows who it was um, and they will do something like they will go and do a cast visit and they will sit round and they will make sure the perpetrator of whatever it is or what, is there or they will go and visit the administrator and they will say we have heard that, etc, etc. And that there's a lot of power in the union turning up and going excuse me what's going on here and the person but, the, but they don't need me as an intermediary. I'm really happy to take the call and I'm really happy to pass it on, but people don't need me. You can call Equity. Mm-hmm. Equity are there for you. If you are a member, you are paying good, hard-earned money. And sometimes I'm aware that, I, you know, um, members of Equity are making sacrifices to keep being a member of our union. Um, I mean, one of the stories that also that I think is very important, maybe, that we, we've very recently been, we've, we've had a, a, a huge test case with HMRC and it involves very high earning members of our, our, our industry who are members of equity. And we had to make the decision about whether we spend a vast amount of money on silks, on, 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 on barristers. I mean, the law is very expensive. How do we do that? Well, it's an awful lot of money to spend in the members. Of well, the answer is, of course we do. Because these people who do not have to be members, because they are earning enough money to have their own you know insurances and blah, blah, that in place, choose to be part of the activist collective that equity can be, and is, and, 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 and the power in numbers. And they have chosen to pay that money all of the years in order to, to, to do something that they believe in and are passionate about. So the answer was yes. Of course, we're going to do this. We are going to fight this, and we will fight it to the high court if we have to. Of course, we will, and we will find the money somewhere. Uh, so, so that that's the other thing is, you know, so it's about everyone from people starting out who are on, you know, student membership, right through to people who are, you know, millionaires. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be
1: nice? Oh, oh! Uh, i just like a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just we a bit more. Oh, because that's a great
0: Somebody yeah. once asked them, um, did an interview with them. Um, Rockefeller oh Um, you know richest man in the world at the time I think yep. he was nothing like that and he, it was for the New York Times or something and he said um so tell me you know you you keep make, you know you just keep buying more businesses you keep making more money you keep whatever whatever and you know how much is enough and he said just a little bit more and that's but what
1: that's we all it. want yeah, we just just always, do yeah. yeah a little bit more there is the thing in the BBC website about um uh, people in the arts making five grand a year. I don't know if you saw no, this. No, 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 absolutely, the, I'm like, yeah. I'm like is that how is this news? Because pretty much everybody I know yeah. knows that that is...
0: That's all you earn out of your thing. You do your bar work and your restaurant work and your and your coaching yeah. and your, your whatever it might be. Uh, cinema it is. I've done all of those things. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Um, in order to put food on your table with the actual money you earn uh, and you're doing the job that you love. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah uh, 5,000 quid sounded quite a lot of money to mm, me, me when I started out cool. the business. That would be nice. Th- th- thanks very much. Um, listen, I'm looking no, at the time. Fine. I'm really sorry. Maureen has to
1: go, not at all. Because I've got thank an interview you.
0: for a job. Wish me best of luck. <gasps> best
1: of luck, Maureen. I think you'll get thank it.
0: You. Thank, thank you. I think you, thank you have
1: it. <laughs> So do you doing watching Im- now. I would employ you.
0: Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for coming along and chatting to us, Maureen. And the next time we can have a glass of wine for part oh,
0: Two. Oh no, it'll be even worse. No, it'll be better. The C-word <laughs> will <laughs> be, be everywhere. Be, the whole thing will be peppered with the C-word. And
1: there'll be no apologies. And there'll be no, no apologies.
0: apologies of any kind. That's it.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks. Great
0: mate. pleasure. All best everyone.